Welcome to Tap In, the podcast about positivity, potential, and possibility. Tune in while we utilize the power of open hearts and open minds to explore everything from magic and manifestation to triggers and transformation. We become what we think about. want a card for us mm-hmm. all right so on today's episode we have my second grade best friend first friend first public school friend girl crush me i had a girl crush at like how old are you in second grade seven yeah yeah i wanted to be you and then i was like let me be her friend and then we were friends, and then we had a falling out, and then we came back because we've been friends mm-hmm. in another life. It's true. It's true. Um, we're back. Also, you're one of the friends I talked about on another episode where it was like, I talked about um, how there are certain people in my life who were in my life when I was younger, and then were out of my life for my fucker years, mm-hmm. and then came back into my life now and Mm -hmm. you're one of the people that check me if I'm being a fuck (laughs) (laughs) pretty much better or for worse (laughs) yes that's right all right shall we pull a card yeah obviously I love the card you already know but should this be for you or for the people listening let's just do it for this episode yeah okay let's set the stage um, why don't, why you mix, <laughs> while you shuffle, um, explain yourself a little bit. Just give a little insight, like a debrief on Xena. Hello down. AKA guided by Xena. That's me. Uh, like from the top? I mean, just a sec. Just, just a tip. Um, I am a fellow Delconian Originally, I went to college in Kentucky and then fled to the West Coast, which is where I started like getting weird <laughs> things in the spiritual sense. So I began tapping in. Um, I met my husband there in Seattle. You heard that right, folks. <laughs> and then I went to grad school in Los Angeles and went to school to be a therapist. And did that for a year and then realized, well, I think a lot of people during quarantining kind of like realized what is important to them and like what they actually want to do. Cause we finally had space to like, well, for some of us who don't have to be on the front lines <laughs> had space to be like, Oh, this isn't working or this is working or, Oh, I was really unhappy and I didn't even realize mm. which happened to me. So I left doing therapy and now I'm a Reiki master practitioner and an intuitive life coachy person. We haven't, we haven't nailed me. it down yet. I'm like, she would be yelling at me right now if I said a life coachy person. I don't like life coach though. Cause I feel like that doesn't really, that's not really what I'm doing. You're just a coach. Yeah, I'm a Period. Guy. Wherever you need it, she's got you. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like you definitely, she said. yeah, she's a coach, period. 
doesn't have to be like now I live in Oregon (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) I bounced from LA because it's a fucking shit show and yeah yeah Oregon dude you're living your best life there I feel I think that that's where you were supposed to supposed to be I'm gonna come up there stat stat it's great we love nature (laughs) we love nature um, you didn't even mention your son, but whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> this is literally disrespectful. And I have the dog that's ever lived named Piggy. Zeus's best friend. Also, Xena was my little I don't even know, like my little mother hen for a second when I got to LA. Mm-hmm. And then when I got through the curveball of the century and had to be out of my old apartment in like two weeks you let me live in your Mm -hmm. dining room for a month that's right that was fun for you (laughs) that was a lot for everyone (laughs) it wasn't that bad three dogs three dogs two men two women two women that's a lot okay so obviously you are an empath right Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, super tapped in. And I feel like you and I kind of got into cards around the same time, but you like delve way deeper, which, sorry, in my life, I'd be tapping into everything for a second and then I'll be like, eh, <laughs> bye. <laughs> but so you did the train, like you've done training with cards, you've done training with Reiki. Mm-hmm. Which, can we just talk about how I think um, I think a big misconception about cards and Reiki, even meditation and breathing, all of those things, everyone is able to do those things. It's just a matter of, first off, recognizing that, mm-hmm. that everyone has those capabilities because really, we're just these spirits having this human experience right now. Mm-hmm. And what we do with that human experience is our decision. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like, I don't know. I just want to say that. Yeah, that's, um, I mean, not funny that you said that because obviously we're like linked up. Because that's something I wanted to talk about is that like everyone on the planet is intuitive. It's not like a select few people who have like the gift to connect. Um, Right, connection. It's just about tapping into it and allowing yourself to do that. Yes. Through meditation, et cetera. <clears throat> yeah, like mindfulness. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm so heavy on the mindfulness right now. Like, I'm hell-bent on getting like a mindfulness expert on here, like stat. We just play small so often and don't like step into our power. And then we see people who are using the tools, a.k.a. using Reiki, a.k.a. using tarot, and meditation and crystals and sound healing, all of these things. And it's like, mm-hmm. we literally are all able to use those things, but mm-hmm. we just act like either A, people are weird for using those things, or B, yeah. we're above it or like something else mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, everyone's I think, able. I think it's really cool that this stuff is getting super mainstream and like in the popular culture but on the other hand I think people just automatically want to be like go against that and be like oh I'm too cool for that or like oh everyone likes astrology I don't believe in it just because it's like popular and trending now 
Right. Well, the fucking Great Awakening is coming again. So everybody better fucking buckle their seatbelt because (laughs) if you're annoyed at the astrology right now, you might as well honestly go live remote on a fucking island because it's about to get real serious. It's happening, which this is actually a perfect time real quick to share that story. I think I shared it with you when we first got shut down last March. There was, I forget exactly when it was, but last March when we were about to go into shutdown mode, well, actually we had just gone into shutdown mode, but maybe a week prior or a couple days prior, the moon was in Pisces or moving into Pisces, obviously it was March. So in my LA fashion, it was time to do a full moon meditation hike with Jude. So... I always bring my cards with me and my crystals and I'll recharge them while we're doing that. And I had put my cards in my backpack and I honestly forgot about them for a couple of days and we got shut down. This is like when everyone, like in my head, I just pictured that scene from SpongeBob where like all of Bikini Bottom was like lit on fire, you know, and everyone is like (laughs) running all over the place, like for toilet paper. That was when this was happening. So like it felt like the apocalypse kind of like I'm just going to be in my bedroom and I don't know what's happening right now. So I was like trying to tidy up my space. Cause I was like, I guess I'm going to be here for a while. And I pulled out my backpack and I was like, Oh shit, I forgot my cards were in here. And I pulled the deck out and like one card fell out of the box of cards, which I was just like, Okay. <laughs> so I pick it up and it was the world card. And once I did a little bit of research on it, it was like, this is the beginning of the demolition of everything we've known basically thus far and like a rebirth of the new world. And I was like, okay, well, that's aggressive. Like, shout out to my guides. Like, what the frig, guys? <laughs> Just keep the cards in the box. What do you mean? And ever since then, I feel like, we really have been just kind of breaking down everything like all summer, Mm -hmm. even like it's just, we are really moving into a new space of like questioning things with critical thinking and tapping into our abilities. Like as I don't know, like spirits basically just like beams of light pretty much in these bodies. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's time to like turn up basically as that and like create this new world that will be more nurturing towards everyone and more based off love rather than fear Mm -hmm. and like that. My um, mentor just did like a 2021 insight, like intuitive Uh insight. And she kind of was saying the same thing of like, there's no time to not like own and step into your gifts. Like, yes, it's not weird. It's fun. Like do it, please. We need you. (laughs) Whatever your gift is, if it doesn't have to be intuitive, like you're an intuitive reader, but like, are you an artist? Start freaking making art. Are you a basketball player? (laughs) Go play basketball. Right. No, a thousand percent. Yeah. Like what feels good? What lights you up and lean into that? What I'm getting at at all of this is (laughs) the cards. So you're, you said you a pool card for everyone listening. Or for this episode. It is perfect for the conversation we were just having. It's the don't dim to fit in card. See, this is the shit that I'm talking about. It says, how are you dimming your light in order to fit in? Pause, reflect. (laughs) 
<laughs> pause and reflect people okay seriously like why does that i mean i guess i know why but the cards really blow my mind every time truly they just don't be lying and there's like 87 cards so i'm sorry but it's just not coincidental nope um i'm just reading the first line in like from the book with like the full meaning and i just love this it's don't dim your light to accommodate someone else's smallness so like this is really asking like you're allowed to be big strong and powerful even and that doesn't make other people weak and it doesn't you're not like telling people um, that like they're wrong or they're small by showing how like strong you can be. Period. <laughs> Period. Yeah. That also goes into like create over compete kind of. Yeah. Like 100%. just because someone else has these gifts doesn't mean that your gifts are any less valuable or any less like needed and appreciated. Yeah. Amazing. Great card. Mm-hmm. Thanks guys. <laughs> we love it. So we can just real quick just fly over this. But originally, you were the co-host of Tap In. That's we were co-hosts. Right. We were co-contributors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I'm so excited to have you on officially. On um, Yeah, I mean, there were episodes before these episodes. And you'll never mm-hmm. hear them. <laughs> I think it all worked out for the best because who would have known I'd be moving to a different state like yeah I would have been like two months after (laughs) pretty much a month after yeah um yeah I mean I'm I was late on pulling the trigger but here we are I don't know episode (laughs) seven eight (laughs) it's time to rage regardless but I'm just excited to have you on and like I plan on bothering you often on here even though I'm not bothering you see that's just the shit yep (laughs) Um, so today's topic that I asked you to come on and talk about mm-hmm. was Reiki because you've been blowing my mind with it, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Let's let's talk about it because mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting and very beneficial in my opinion. Luckily, I have her personal number, so when I'm having a complete <laughs> An utter meltdown. I'm like, please get this shit off me. (laughs) (laughs) And you have a couple times. I think the first time Mm -hmm. when you were like learning and you were like, can I practice on you? I'm like, all right. Like at that point, I had only gotten Reiki once or twice before. And obviously one, it was in person. Whereas Mm -hmm. with you, it was going to be on FaceTime. And I had felt it, but like also I was so new into all of this that you can't help but to be like, have your questions, have your doubts, you know? So the first couple times I got it, I was like, eh, like, yeah, I felt it, but like, I don't know. With you, the first time I was like, what just happened? (laughs) Literally, I felt (laughs) attacked in the best way. I was like, bro. what and also like you've known me my whole life so I just felt like you tapping into me let alone from not in the same room as me was just gonna be a difficult thing for you because I truly don't know because I'm not a Reiki master I something I definitely have like thought about and just never really looked into further but I just feel like doing it on people that you know could be harder do you think that that's true I think the intuitive 
part of it is like when I get messages about things because I know your shit like the back (laughs) of my hand sometimes so I could be like I don't know she probably has a blocked this and like a blocked that so kind of taking out the ego and like my preconceived ideas and just Mm -hmm. letting it be kind of neutral is is harder (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're like um that fuck boy you were talking to that's what this is but you know I don't know about that because I'm your Reiki master right now Mm -hmm. not your friend yes exactly I have to like really separate right so (laughs) why don't you walk us through your process and also, like, what do you need to know basics-wise about the chakras and mm-hmm. things of that nature? Great question. Well, one, just to kind of summarize what it is, which is kind of hard to do because you can't see it and everyone experiences it differently. But mm-hmm. basically, during a Reiki session, I'm reading your energy and like sending you like positive loving energy so I think sometimes people get nervous that I could be sending like bad things it could be negative in any way but it's not possible like it's always a very positive um energy like I'm not going to be sending bad stuff or like you know could someone send bad stuff theoretically I guess yes that could kind of be like spells right if you wanted to go I get yeah I guess if someone is like I mean, tapped into some like weird shit, probably like darkness, but you're like a light being. Yeah. And like in the beginning of sessions, I always ask like for their highest and greatest good. So, I mean, people cry and stuff. Oh yeah, I know. But, (laughs) (laughs) but it's all for like your, it's a release. It's a cleansing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of cleansing, removing any energy that doesn't need to be there and then reading the chakras. So there are seven like main chakras. So the first one, um, it's actually interesting because these develop over time, like through ages. So the first one that develops is your root chakra. And that has to do with like security, safety, money, feeling like safe in the world, pretty much groundedness. Mm -hmm. Yes. Then there's your sacral, which is like on your reproductive organ. So it's sensuality, sexuality, creativity, where things are born, very watery. Then is your solar plexus. And that is in your center where your stomach is. And that is like your power, self-worth, self-esteem, confidence, all of those things is there. Mm -hmm. Then your heart, which easy peasy. (laughs) Obviously. Love for others, but like also self-love and all right. of those things. Then your throat, which is using your voice, speaking up, how you express yourself. Speaking your and truth, setting throat. boundaries, all connected mm-hmm. to your throat chakra. Yep. Okay. Then your third eye, which is like your psychic center, your vision center. But this is also like it's, like it's on your brain. So a lot of thoughts get caught here. So this is where like I'll see like when you're talking to yourself meanly and like (laughs) limiting beliefs and stuff like that. Right. And then your crown is your connection to source and like a higher power um, meditation, like those things. Right. So that's kind of what I'm reading as like a blueprint. Okay. So I think that one day when we did a reading, you explained it to me as I almost want to grab my, my crystal to obviously not everyone is going to watch this so this might not be as helpful as I think it will but if you do get to watch it (laughs) it would be helpful but and we can obviously just explain it like verbally too but you said that when you are working with a client and you're looking at these seven energy centers throughout the Mm -hmm. body that it's kind of like looking at a stick 
and you said that if someone's laying down and let's just say that like the stick is at each energy center and part of it is outside Mm -hmm. the body and part of it is inside the body. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. said that ideally the whole stick would be lit equally in each of those energy centers. I'm like trying to think of exactly how you explained it to me. I know what you're talking about. But like, it was, um, I think inside, like for instance, my, my -hmm. solar plexus was, (laughs) was just lit the fuck up, like overtly lit. Whereas my sacral, chakra was dim on the inside bright on the outside on the opposite mm-hmm. ends of the stick whereas you were like no you want the whole thing to be equally lit right yeah. is that how that works Sometimes this is where we get like a little woo-woo because i see different like visualizations for everyone mm-hmm. so i think that's just like how they wanted to explain it to you oh with that. okay some of you like i remember your solar plexus was like outwardly you appear very outgoing and confident and like you're super um bubbly etc etc but like inwardly you don't change like you didn't you don't show yourself like the same confidence or whatever um so that's just I don't know sometimes I see it like that okay so it's not for everyone yeah I'm always looking at how you're treating yourself and then how it's expressed too because I mean that's important for living (laughs) You better be nice to yourself if you're going to be nice to other people or else it doesn't even matter. When did you know that you were able to Mm -hmm. kind of tap in and heal others Mm -hmm. this way? Or like what Um, sparked that desire to do those things? I was thinking about this this morning and one of my best friends, her growing up, her mom was a Reiki master. Hello, Sarah, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I kind of grew (laughs) Yes. So like I grew up with it, which I feel really lucky about because I never thought it was weird. And I just kind of believed that it worked like forever. Um, But I never thought about doing it myself like ever until actually. So I got I started my training in April, like so like right after like L.A. went on shutdown. But the June before that, I was at a psychology conference and they had a tarot reader there. And I literally waited in line all day. Like I knew I had to talk to her and the reading like blew my mind. And she told me, she was like, you have to get Reiki trained. Like you are doing it already, but you like, don't even know it. Like you need to get trained. So like it, it took me almost a year to like, listen to that. Cause I don't think I was ready to start then. Right. And so then I was like, just had to do it. And things all kind of worked out perfectly where synchronicities, people listen to them. Yeah, coincidences aren't real. No. A friend of mine posted like, oh, I got um, a Reiki session with someone. It was amazing. And I like DM'd her and was like, can you tell me who it is? I've been looking for someone. And that person ended up becoming my teacher. And like, we were meant to work together. We did it all online, which is like not usual for Reiki because it is normally Um, Mm hands-on. So that's how it started and has not stopped since. (laughs) I yeah it blows my mind I think when I I think the first time you did it I was like mom Zena just fucked me up (laughs) (laughs) and she was like what do you mean Mar? I thought she moved to Oregon I was like she did (laughs) and she's like well how did she do Reiki on you if she's in Oregon are you in Oregon I was like no I'm not in Oregon I'm in LA and she just did it on FaceTime, mom. I was like, I literally am shook to my core because when you did our reading at the time, mm-hmm. I was 
in a relationship, not a romantic relationship, but I had a relationship in my life that was draining me and I wasn't speaking up against the things that were draining me. And AKA, I wasn't speaking my truth. I was not setting boundaries. I was literally being drained like crazy. And so the way that you do it, I don't know if you do it like this for everyone. I feel like you probably are like, do what's best for what feels best for you. But for me, I think I do best when I am laying down. So how we set up our uh, session was he sets the mood with music, with mm-hmm. like sound healing music. Yeah. And I think it's nice to kind of set candles a little bit because you're just kind of like setting oh, your yeah. space, filling it with intention and like making it a sacred healing space so the way that you and I do it at least is I'll put you on FaceTime I'll lay on my floor I'll put the FaceTime against the wall above me and you have like viewing power of my body while I lay there so at this time when I wasn't speaking my truth I wasn't setting boundaries I didn't know that these things were gonna affect my fucking chakras but they did (laughs) and you tapped in and I personally experienced it as a pulsate through my body. My whole body was just kind of like, I felt like the energy, like breathing basically. And I was like, okay, this is different. And then I would like, could literally feel her. I didn't know that this is what was happening, but I could literally feel her starting at my feet and then working her way up. And at one point it just felt like the attention was heavy on my throat. Like for like 12 minutes, I was like, dude, what? I can't speak though, because she'll kill me basically. Cause I'm always trying to just talk. So I'm like, I'm gonna just let her rock out and do her thing. But for like 12, 15 minutes, I just felt this heavy energy just in my throat. So the the pulsating feeling was just literally in my throat. And then maybe five, 10 minutes later, when we concluded the session, I like flipped around real quick and I look at her. I'm like, Z, were you just on my throat for like 15 minutes? And she's like, yeah, dude, you just have so much built up there. I was like, oh my God, I felt it. And like that for me, I was like sold. I'm like, nope, I literally (laughs) felt her doing that. And you're like, you're not speaking your truth. You're not setting boundaries for yourself. Like da, 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 da. And I was just like floored. I'm like, holy shit. That was my most breaky, raked moment. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you said, like, I think I thought you were choking me. I feel like you kind of, you got up in the middle. You're like, see, are you choking yeah, me? I was like, no, like well. I literally tried so hard to behave. I was like, just shut up, Mar. Just let her do her thing. Don't ask her questions. Cause sometimes you'll start and I just don't realize you're starting. And I'm like, Z. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Sorry. I just want to make sure you're still there. I, my eyes are closed. <laughs> so yeah, I think that. Everyone needs to call you immediately because first off, you just shed light on shit that maybe you're just trying to avoid, which might be funner for right now to avoid it and just easier. (laughs) But in the long run, it's just not it, sis. So just Mm -hmm. if this isn't something you've experienced and you do feel like you are having blocks in different areas of your life, 
literally in any area of your life, this is something that this is a tool that I think is definitely one worth exploring for sure. Yeah, I think, I mean, a lot of people put so much attention on their physical body and like would spend like shade (laughs) would spend like god like a lot of money on like a personal trainer or a gym membership or you know like really add in physical movement and like make it a priority which is amazing but there are like so many parts of you right that need attention so I've seen in my life like times I only focused on my physical body like my mental emotional health and like my energetic body was fucked and then times I only focus on like my mental and emotional stuff like my body was out of whack and my energy was also fucked and then I also went through a phase where I only did energy work but wasn't paying attention to my physical body or like my mental space that didn't work either but combining all three right it's like chef's Chef's kiss kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Um, literally okay so Yeah. I mean, I feel like for sure. And also when you're taking care of your energetic, like, I mean, it's literally not, they don't say mind, body, and spirit for like nothing. It's (laughs) technically, it should be spirit, mind, and body, but I don't know. What do I know? That's just how I feel. But when you do start to tap into taking care of your energetic being, taking care of your mind, I think obviously being mindful of your body, but like, I've talked about this, honestly, I think on like multiple episodes, but it's just like your body starts to change when you do start to nurture those other aspects of yourself. Your body has an easier time connecting to the wellness of your mind and your spirit or your light. Yeah. I mean, Reiki also just helps with like relaxing and grounding. And I mean, right now we all I feel like need that more than ever. But when you're in a state of constant stress, it's hard for like anything to feel good or like for the physical stuff you're doing to take effect or the mental stuff you're doing to take effect. So moral of the story, if you (laughs) some energy work. (laughs) All right, wait. So if someone finds you from this podcast Uh episode, Mm -hmm. let's give them a code word. Discount code, (laughs) tap in. (laughs) Oh yeah. Duh. <laughs> like that's perfect. Okay, so you can get a discount, mm-hmm. which you're fucking welcome. Okay, because it's gonna fuck around and change your life. Um, yeah. So I mean, you can obviously do what feels best for you on that end of things, but I definitely think that this is something worth exploring. Obviously, I've already said that like four times, but I just really, I'm like, seriously, I wish I could like show you guys one of my fucking experiences with you because there have been times that like literally I'm like in shambles, which I feel like I I definitely am not one to be like, I have no bad days. I'm not, that's not me. We all know that that's not true. It's not realistic. I definitely have bad days, Mm -hmm. but you have like straight up pulled me from the gutter at least once in the past three or four months multiple think, times um, <laughs> <laughs> but one day specifically so far in the gutter I was about to go into yeah. the ocean because I was getting washed <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying yeah I think um because I also use it in coaching just to like open people up because there's something about like connecting to someone's energy like without their brain getting in the way of things 
which is something that like bothered me about doing traditional like talk therapy. Right. Oh yeah. Well, I was that, like, like we have so we have so many walls. We put so many walls up, and it's obviously so hard to be vulnerable with people. Right. So when I can do Reiki, it's like our spirits connect, and it's like I'm literally like saying like it's a it's safe, like it's safe to open, like all of these things. Right. And then afterwards, like people are so open and can like express things that are were kind of hidden. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you just act like things. It's just easier to avoid shit. Yeah, exactly. All the time, basically. Okay, cool. I'm trying to think of anything else that would have to do with Reiki. Well, do you want to talk about intuition? We can. Yeah. Fuck around. <laughs> Let's run it. I feel like when we... We're starting tap in originally, mm-hmm. like basically last year, pretty much. I think multiple times when we would pull for an episode, we would get like basically laid out on the floor by cards. And yeah. yesterday I read something about people think the cards or like even astrology and stuff um, is like people think that they're not tools necessarily more or less basically a different entity kind of Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like oh well the card said x y and z and it's like no 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 the cards aren't going to say anything they're just going to elaborate on what your intuition is already telling you or like give you insight on the question that you're having trouble tapping into with your intuition yeah and more woo like the spirit like your spirit (laughs) guides and like your team woo woo moment yeah, dude, the team. <laughs> um, honestly, I might have to steal that for me because sometimes, like, I mean, literally in the intro, I was like, I say magic, and if I lose you with that, whatever, bye. <laughs> but mm-hmm. seriously, I mean, there's really no other way to explain it. Woo-woo, there's- magic. Well, now there is. It's yeah. woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, go for it. Sorry. I was just going to say, they can be a good tool for, like, validation. Like, mm. If you, so I know when I was first starting, like I thought I was getting these messages and I thought I was, I don't predict the future, but like seeing stuff basically and through dreams and yeah. Also, like, can we just real tw- quick talk about this? The what you're saying about seeing, for instance, mm-hmm. this is something that really fucked me up when I was really starting to tap in. Everyone was always like, oh, I saw this or like, I saw this. When you hear someone talk about meditation or talk about a vision or a dream or whatever, in a dream, obviously, it's going to be a little bit easier to decipher when you're saying you see something. When you're awake and you're meditating or you just have a feeling about something, that's also considered seeing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So for a long time, like I was really, really, really struggling. Like for instance, the first time that I got Reiki when it wasn't even with Mm -hmm. you. And when I would meditate, I would be like, I don't see anything because me being the literal being that I am, Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck. Like in my mind, I'm thinking I'm supposed to be that. So Raven where I'm like looking (laughs) <laughs> like I like my head whips around and I'm like, ooh, and then I see the scene mm-hmm. that they put on the screen when in reality it's talking about 
seeing with your mind's eye. So you having a feeling or you having a thought that's perpetuating, that is you seeing something mm-hmm. or like, right? It yeah, could or be. just like a, no- a knowing. Yeah, when I yeah. say I see things, like for example, like the thing we were talking about with your solar plexus, where I was like, I saw that on one side it wasn't lit up and the other side it was, is more just like, I knew that. Right. But I'm, I'm not seeing like a movie in front of my eyes. Which right. I think like she's not like closing up. her eyes and see physically seeing something. Yeah. It'd be like kind of like closing your eyes and okay, you grew up going to the beach at your grandmom's house every summer and you remember that your grandmom's room was peach. So now 15, 20 years later, someone's like, oh, like close your eyes. Imagine that you're at your grandmom's house at the beach and you're in her room. Like, what do you see? You're not going to have a vision, actually. You're not going to close your eyes, and on the back of your eyes, it's going to be a movie screen where you're seeing the peach. Well, room. some people, some people do. Well, yeah, okay. So, but what I'm saying yeah. is, if you don't do, if you don't see air quotes you're in good. that way, it's still okay because you yeah. knowing is also you seeing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's an easy way to kind of get discouraged when you're not seeing 100%. like that. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, I think when I was first in my like mentorship group everyone kept saying like, oh, I saw, and they would, like, they would explain this most elaborate thing ever, and I was, like, sitting there, like, oh, I fucking didn't hear or see anything, like, I just thought I knew something, and then they were, like, oh, I didn't see anything, I just knew it, and I was, like, oh. Oh, you're, like, cool, We're all fucking around saying we're seeing stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet, but I think, yeah, no, you're right in the sense of, I don't mean to completely discredit, like, people do full-on get fucking visions that, But I think that that is someone who is mindfully tapping in intentfully every like all the time or also they're straight up born with like an actual like gift. Yeah, I think um, it doesn't mean like you're more intuitive than other people if you see, but you like you can train yourself to get there. But like not like I even my mentor who's like insanely intuitive, like can predict everything I don't even think she sees so it's not like a metal like oh I see so I'm the most intuitive right. basically anything you're getting is good everyone okay <laughs> if <laughs> you feel message. it if you know it it's probably I think it's funny because the other day I I was actually texting my best friend and I was like I want you to look at something and I want you to tell me how you feel and then I want you to tell me what you think because mm-hmm. I think that deciphering between the two is also a huge part of tapping in and like recognizing like the things that are feeding you versus the things that are draining you kind of and like obviously you want to start to like I think that intuition nurturing your intuition is taking a second and stepping back from oh I think x y and z and it's like no 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 this isn't about what you think right now. This is about how you feel. This is like, I think intuition is more led from your heart. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Um, it's no ego involved. Yes. It's like detaching like what your, what your expectations are as well as what you've been told. Mm-hmm. Kind Not of. Really. What else do you got about intuition? Um, well, I think the rant that I was starting before we went off course or on course really, which is how you can use cards as a tool to validate your intuition. 
So I remember when I was first getting started, speaking of like seeing and not seeing things, I had like a knowing. Uh, I meditated and was like, should I move into nature? I'm feeling so called to move into nature. And I knew a scene of me like in the middle of nowhere, like spinning around with my arms wide open and just like spinning in circles. And then I asked my cards and I was like, should I move to nature? And I literally pulled a card of a woman standing in the middle of nowhere with her arms out spinning in a circle. And I was like, dude, that is my favorite. Like I'm so heavy on proof. And I think that that's a perfect example of proof. Like also I don't, I just want to say like before you grab a deck of cards and also typically they say that you shouldn't buy your your own deck of cards that's fake news is it that's gate yeah no don't believe if you're just gonna what are you saying strong desire yeah but like if you have (laughs) a strong desire to like pull tarot or like connect to oracle decks and you're just sitting on your ass waiting for someone to gift them to you Nah. <laughs> nah. Okay, fine. But I'm I just saying like deck and we're all good. The intention that when you're getting a deck, just make sure the intention is pure. Like I feel like yeah. a lot of, and like a, an intention filled with light, basically, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I mean, you are opening a door to m- more. Obviously. You're you're opening the connection gates kind of or at least like cracking them open. So it's like make sure that you're doing that from like a place of love and like, I don't know, light really. It sounds corny, but Mm -hmm. I just want to stress that because it's like there are, obviously there can be no light without darkness. So darkness Mm -hmm. does exist, but in the same breath, like. I mean, I think it's definitely, I do it before any card. I did it before I pulled the card here is setting the intention. Like I call in like my protectors, like my guides, Mm -hmm. everyone. I'd like to receive guidance for like the highest greatest good of whoever hears this. Right. Um, Because yeah, I mean, people use tarot specifically because there's like darker imagery, like the death card, for example, or something, which is like actually a great card. Great card. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But people will use that, you know, like picturing like those people on the Venice boardwalk who are like, oh, someone's dying. And if you pay me a hundred dollars, I'll tell you who. And like, they use it to like, yeah, like just not from a good place. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like that. Just be mindful and be good period kind of but (laughs) it's funny because above my bed um one of my favorite things to do before I journal because I am so like all the time waiting for Ashton Kutcher to like pop out and be like gotcha I'm like what the fuck so I always journal heavy journal before I pull a tarot card because I want to like I get tripped the fuck out I'm not even gonna lie like I'm like sometimes I'll 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 be so heavy like in my feels about something and really looking for insight on that that I have to write it down and then pull because if I pull and it's spot on I'm like see I fucking told you I'm like talking to no one I'm like yelling at my dog like I told you I told you that this is what was happening. <laughs> but above my bed is the temperance card. I honestly, I copied it. I brought it to Staples one day and made a copy of it because I was like, I'm floored right now. And it was honestly like not far before I started the podcast, like actually like put it out. So basically in my journal, I maybe I'll like put this on the tap in Instagram. But basically, mm-hmm. I had written in my journal, like, I feel like I've been climbing up a mountain. I'm 
getting to the top. Like, and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling hopeful. And I really like want to bridge the gap between the material world and the spiritual world, like in a hopes of bettering the quality of life for anyone who will is open to that basically. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I've shuffled the deck. I pull a fucking card and don't you know, it's the temperance card. And do you want to know what's on the temperance card? Some blonde lady who has one foot in the water and one foot on the ground. She's like at a pond. And basically that is symbolization for having footing in the spiritual world and the material world. And in the background on the temperance card is a mountain with a motherfucking path up the fucking mountain. And it's like, if you look up the symbolism, it's like, there's a path. You've been on the path and you're coming to the top of the motherfucking mountain. Like what? I was like, I'm literally unwell. Okay. There's, over 80 cards in this deck and you mean to tell me that by coincidence accidentally i just pulled this card no i'm sorry i got a whole fucking squad and they're with me (laughs) and they are some motherfuckers in the best way possible like they literally show up all the time and are like rooting for me and it's like when you recognize that you know your ancestors and beyond really you have such an energetic and spiritual support system with you all the time and like by you not recognizing that you're just playing yourself really it's crazy and it's like when you recognize them and you're able to express gratitude for them I don't know things really are able to move around in your life and progress really and open up and like invite in things that are are for your betterment are for growth and expansion and moving you towards the things that are going to light you up and build you as a person while you are here on earth right now experiencing the things that you're experiencing i don't know that shit just floors me every time i mean i think that can go for um like if this isn't totally your thing but you're like really heavy in whatever religion you have but like feeling supported by whatever higher power yeah and just like remembering that i see that a lot during readings is that people are walking around like they have no support in like that no one's like working for their highest good Right. And I'm like, listen, there's literally a giant team of people like conspiring for your for you. Your best self. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I think the the religion is a good thing to kind of bring up because obviously like I went to Catholic school in high school and like same. Yeah, oh yeah, you did too. Yeah. So like <laughs> what forgot. was I doing there? Good question. True, true. So <laughs> random, but that's not the point. <laughs> But, like, I think it's funny because I know that a decent amount of girls that have reached out to me that have been listening to the podcast Mm -hmm. have heavy ties to their religion. And I think that that's a beautiful thing. And Mm -hmm. I think when you really strip down pretty much all religions, you're getting the same message. And I think it's just some people are able to receive better through however a religion is I don't want to say pitching it but pretty much you know what I mean like the story that they tell thousand percent I mean I'll say obviously like where we grew up was a very catholic area and my family was not catholic like I was never raised that way 
And for me, looking at people who like really believed in Catholicism, I thought, I mean, I thought they were weird. Like, I was like, I don't get it. Like, how do you believe this? Uh So I know people are looking at me and us probably that Uh way. So whatever, like whatever your thing is, like no shame in whatever you believe. It's just about being open Mm -hmm. and and like loving, honestly, like accepting um, people for that. Like if you, when I say source, if you want to think God, fine. If you want to think, I don't even know what other people, like at this point, yeah, like whatever, whatever you want to put in place of source, that's what we're saying. Mm -hmm. At the end of it though, it's like all about a feeling of connecting and belongingness and caring for others and kindness and love. And like, I don't know. I just think that when you tap into those things is really when you're opening the floodgates for goodness to pour in for you. They don't, they also don't have to be like mutually exclusive. Like you can be Catholic and believe in spirit guides. I keep mentioning my mentor, but she is like a practicing Catholic mm-hmm. and runs like a hugely successful intuitive business. Right. And still goes to like church. So they can both. Well, yeah. And it's like not about being Catholic. You're practicing catechism catechism is, is that, that right i don't know Ange <laughs> yeah. said the same thing to me yesterday i think it, it well catechism <laughs> is like the like i don't want to say the agenda of the catholic teachings mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. googles I thought that was a, <laughs> you're right you're right a summary of the principles of christian religion in yeah. the form of questions and answers okay so christian it must be like a is it a book i don't want to i think it's like the teachings of yeah, 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 yeah. Catechism like, of the Catholic Church or whatever. Yes. Okay. So, fucking, I knew it. I, I got caught up for this yesterday too. I'm like, I know I'm not making this word up. I make a lot of <laughs> words up. <laughs> this is not one of them. But like, I'm just saying, I think that a lot of times people will identify themselves as a like, I am Catholic, I am Christian, mm-hmm. I am Jewish, and it's like, no, you practice Judaism. Yeah, you are however you want to spin it, a spirit having a human experience, practicing Christianity, practicing Judaism. Like, I don't know. I think that it's an easy thing. You're, it's easy to kind of lose your identity in things sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, no, exactly. It's like kind of like a a scapegoat kind of like, well, I don't believe that because I'm Catholic. It's like, okay, or you're closed-minded, but sure, whatever. And I'm not saying you're closed-minded if you're Catholic. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, what everyone believes is going to be true to them. But I think that when you are having those conversations, keeping an open heart and keeping an open mind is such a more empowering and powerful tool to expand yourself and expand your understanding of the people around you and, like, creating a connection shop the fairy garden for your open heart open mind (laughs) that's not what i'm saying but yeah basically also (laughs) i don't know i'm just saying there's a lot of power in that and also Mm -hmm. just like accepting people for like who they are and like what they believe a good good exercise to examine what identities you're holding on to really tightly yep it's funny one of my exes friends who we all went to Catholic high school like I forget oh it was his birthday the other day and I was like you would be a Sagittarius like makes I wish I knew this and I wish I knew what that meant 
before. Mm-hmm. I was like, you are a sad man if I have ever seen one. And he's mm-hmm. like, you're into witchcraft. Like, I'm praying for you. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, oh he's like, I thought you were a good Catholic girl. I'm like, guess technically I am because I got my first Holy Communion and I did like, I had a sponsor in eighth grade that one time. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, Wait, what's that? Confirmation. Confirmation. Dude, we exactly. Yeah, I was confirmed, okay? The Holy Spirit said she's good. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that my guides didn't say I'm good too. <laughs> like, don't put me in a box. I am liquid and there are cracks in each box. So I'll just go into the next one too. Um, I think on the next one, can we talk about relationships? What, so you can blast me? <laughs> <laughs> sure, Z. Well, we're in relation to everything. Oof. Yeah, we'll just copy and paste that into the next one. <laughs> um, thank you so much for spending your sat part of your Saturday afternoon with me and us. I'm actually really excited about this because I mean I can tap in with a lot of people, but not necessarily always the way that I can tap in with like people that are very tapped in themselves I think you might even be more tapped in than I am to be honest I think that is also a good thing to point out like if you are interested in this stuff and looking for like people to talk to about it obviously connect with us because if I didn't have we have to drop our bomb (laughs) which will be basically the same where I was going (laughs) Keep going, but, though. Yeah. Reach out to her. Um, reach out to me. Yeah. Um, because that was, if I didn't have my people to talk to about, about this stuff, I would, well, one, it probably wouldn't be, like, my career, I guess, now. Two, I would think I was crazy at all times. Yep. And just having people who are into the same things as you is just important. So if you're on this path, we got you. Yeah. DMs before the new year. Still open. <laughs> also, yeah. Also, before the new year, Zena and I will be hosting a vision board manifestation intention. Oh, yeah. And Reiki party. Zoom party. I'll be. It's 2020. Mm -hmm. No one gets to see each other in real life. Are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So, yeah, we will be hosting this on the 30th and we'll have more details to come in this upcoming week. When this episode comes out, it'll be the week following. And what did we say? It would be like $21? Yeah, $21. Oh, yeah, for 2021. 2021, baby. Yes. Okay, cool. So keep your eyes peeled for details on that. And apparently look forward to the roasting of relationships. (laughs) 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 okay i love you thank you for coming on thank you for listening and yes of course um we will see you on the next episode we become what we think about